Welcome to the Brews Room, a weekly podcast about craft beer and pop culture, hosted by Jeff Britt, owner of Exit 6 Pub and Brewery, the brewmaster Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, the owner of one of those shamrock places, and beer enthusiast Mark Armenia. The Brews Room, alcohol by politics. I want to start us out by saying, first of all, welcome to the Brews Room, and then I want to talk very briefly about what I hope will be the very final time we mention Dilly Dilly on the show. But I don't know. Did you guys see? Uh, uh, it's, I was going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. I think this is. I think this is unbelievably awesome. There's a there's a, a brewery up in uh, Twin Cities, Minnesota, uh, called Modest. 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 Yes. Modest. Modest Brewing, and they released a new IPA called Dilly Dilly. Anheuser-Busch sent them a cease and desist letter. Shut them down immediately. Why did they get a cease and desist when the be- they don't have a beer named that? Do you guys? Yeah, because it's a, tra- they it's a trademark. It's a trademark. Yeah, it's a trademark. I don't know. Actually, no, I don't know if they trademarked it. I, that's interesting. I don't. Well, they, they said in the scroll. <laughs> okay, so, but hang on. What they did was actually, I got to give, give props to ABI, because what they did was they sent basically a town crier, this guy up to their brewery with a scroll to read off the cease and desist. And basically said, hey, if you're going to do this, if you're going to use Dilly Dilly, we're not going to see anything. Just make sure it's a limited release. You can't, you can't have that name. And then they gave him two tickets to the Super Bowl. That's really awesome. Yeah. Uh, although, <laughs> one of the things that the, the head of the brewery said was, we think that was their way of kind of jabbing at us because we've got like 15 employees here. How are we going to choose two to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> the <laughs> owners go. That's it. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. I got to say, though, I mean, I thought that was pretty awesome, and I think they yeah. handled it really well. There's so I, many I've times. I've got the scroll up here if you'd like to yes. hear the actual dilly dilly. verbiage. Because it's kind of cool. It's all written in old English, and like you know, it's on oh, an actual cool. <laughs> scroll. So it's a uh, dear friend of the crown, modest brewing company. Congratulations on the launch of your new brew, Dilly Dilly Mosaic Double IPA. Let it be known that we believe that any beer that is shared between friends is a fine beer indeed, and we are duly flattered by your loyal tribute. However, Dilly Dilly is the motto of our realm, so we humbly ask that you keep this to a limited edition, one-time-only run. This is by order of the king. This obedience shall be met with additional scrolls, then a formal warning, and finally, a private tour of the pit of misery. (laughs) Please send a raven, letter, or electronic mail to let us know that you agree to this request. Also, we will be in your fair citadel of Minneapolis for the Super Bowl and would love to offer you two thrones to said game for the <coughs> excuse me <laughs> for two of your finest employees to uh, to watch the festivities and enjoy a few Bud Lights on us. Yours truthfully, Bud Light. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool except for them having to drink Bud Light at the game. <laughs> well, yeah. Nights, yeah. Who gives a shit? It's no, free. but I mean, honestly, like how many times... They you know, could have just they, been right, like, fuck you, you're done. Here's the cease and desist. Pull it. But uh, this was a... And look, I, I got to give props because it's actually really good advertising and public will. This is, I think, how more people should handle things. The way that they did it is just perfect, too. You know, it's not... I demand that you pull all bottles, change right. the name. Right. No, hey, you know what? You made it. Let's do this one time. If it's then a limited it's release, fantastic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Budweiser is conscious of the fact that 
they haven't had a lot well, of good Well, but that's a departure so for them. I mean, this is this is a really good thing, but I mean, how many times have we talked about them doing it the wrong way yeah, or, or, or at I least think, the legal I think way? They've I mean, gotten so much bad the hard publicity, way. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the last year especially over some of their practices that they needed a little bit of a, a morale boost oh, I think I, for, you know, for people from public relations from public relations standpoint, it's it's tremendous, I think. Um, I don't think it reverses the overall feeling towards them, but this is a this is a good moment for them. I really, yeah. as much as we've kind of ripped on them, it's on been a the long show, time since any of us have been able to say anything positive about Anheuser, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And this was, uh, I think, a positive step. So I think for four guys that really despise like that company, you know, for all of us to kind of agree that it was. I don't necessarily despise them. I just, I, I think they're busy. I, like I just don't understand what they're doing half the time. Nah, I can just say I despise them. Yeah. Yeah. I respect Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch and Bev can go fuck themselves. Uh, so I, I was uh, confronted by our, or not confronted. I was. I had a meeting with our, our sales rep. Uh, our distributor out here is Cry, and <laughs> they uh, basically they, they got the rid tears of tears fall down like rain. <laughs> not only did they get rid of their like top craft guy, but they've got rid of like the next guy below him. And they've changed his role, and and they it, fired it could, him, and then changed his role. No, 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 two guys. So they got rid of, they laid one off, like Sammy's position. Oh yeah. And then the person below him, they've changed his role to where he's not going to be concentrated on craft anymore. And I asked why, and they said that AB decided for the upcoming year that they're not going to work toward craft. They're going to concentrate on their domestic, you know, light beer products. What does that have to do with? And, and I, don't, I don't know why. Why? What does that have to do with Cry? So that's Cry the was the one telling them that. Cry oh, the one I got you. I got you. So well, I thought if, you meant it was if, a member of. I got you. If all craft sales are continue, I mean they're not. I mean they're going to continue to rise a little bit. And I mean this year we should see it in even often microbreweries probably. But why are they after acquiring all these craft breweries? Why are they saying okay, let's it look at? It doesn't make sense to me. Especially because if they come in and don't sell you Elysian, 10-barrel, whatever, like you're not going to replace that 10-barrel handle with a, another Bud product. Right. No, no bar, craft bar is going to do that. Like, I think they're kind of just shooting themselves in the foot on that one. Like You're just going to go to another distributor and get another craft brand. I think this, it, this decision wasn't made in a vacuum. I mean, there's very clearly a reason they're doing it. I just don't understand... You know what I mean? I mean, if you went back, if you if you went back a few years ago, I mean, if you went back five years ago, you would have said AB's on top of the market. They're figuring things out. They're making this move because it's a smart marketing business move. This just seems dumb. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this. Unless their trends tell them that they can make up some ground, you know, and also they're, 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 it's, they're it's a more they're elastic fucking, market. So they're fucking all the breweries that they've bought too. I don't understand the. We're gonna focus on our macro brands. I don't. I don't know. I what don't does know. it mean exactly? I mean, I know what it means to say that. I mean, though, what those words in those in that order means. But for them <laughs> to say that, I don't understand it because that's it goes against everything. It's the opposite of what they've been saying. Right. Well, I, I the the reason why I mean the the part of the conversation was I I said what seasonals do you have from all your breweries? And they said or from all your craft breweries, and they it was like nothing. It was like Goose Winter. They're been, like, but like we, they're like, we just bought in ten barrels of the Goose Winter. Now it's gone. 
So is this Cry that's saying this, or is this the brewery that's saying well, this? It's the, these are two it, different it's, things. It's, it's kind of both. So Cry has led Budweiser distributors in the past in the points that they get from the brewery. So they get a kickback from ABI right. based on what, how, the, and what they're selling. So they've decided to take a step back on craft and worry, like you said, about the macros. That's so the whole reason both. they yeah, dropped I mean, all of the brands to begin with. Yeah. I mean, they used to distribute perennial out here, Urban Chestnut, mm-hmm. Southern Tier, and they got rid of all of those brands. But I thought that to still sell Goose Island or Golden Road or Elysian didn't count against their numbers because it's an AB brand. Well, it, it seems like that might apparently be that's a changing. Bit. So this is because, a cry decision. Cause, cause, yeah, this isn't an ABI gotcha. decision. But again, you're getting certain kickbacks based on what you're selling. Right. So they're getting more money based on selling more cases of Bud Light than the they adjunct are Golden Road. Yeah. The adjunct lagers. I asked what they had from Golden Road, and they had Wolf Pup, and that was it. This has guys- been ongoing for a while, though. Like We haven't had a cry rep in here since July Yeah. before they dropped off our Bourbon County a couple weeks ago, last week, whatever it was. That's... And they still didn't come in and try and sell us anything. Like, we don't carry any macro products from them, so they're not interested in selling us beer at all. So, I, I, this sounds is like your tears new... are falling down like rain. <laughs> That's what I just said. You did say that. <laughs> did you really? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> are you guys, I mean, are you guys fans of distributed? Like, let, let me ask this question. If you could, if you could, <laughs> no, go, no, go on. No, yeah, no. I can't wait. No, let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase this. If you could redesign the, the beer system. distribution system, yep. what would the ideal one be for you guys? Oh, I think it works. The three-tier system works. so It, it does. It, it does sure. work. Okay. Absolutely. I don't think that it should be a requirement, but it works. I mean, let's say Exit 6 were to grow exponentially, and we've got a 30-barrel brew house, sure. and we're going to start selling in 12 different states, mm-hmm. and one of those states is Idaho. Mm-hmm. I can't ship to Idaho. I can ship to Idaho, but how do I get it to the the bars? How do I, I got to hire a sales rep in there to go and sell direct? No, it's too much work. You you pay a distributor to do that, and it's the only way that that uh, a brewery can distribute across the nation. Yeah, it's the only way. No, I so I think it, it works fine. You, it's a you good still idea. Don't like it. You need to have good people in place that know the product. Well, but that's yeah. like but yeah, that's uh, any. I mean, well, you asked how I felt about distributors. <laughs> <laughs> I meant I different. meant as an entity, not as some yes. employee sucking. Like that's right. No, uh, as an entity, as as the idea behind it is, it's good okay. it, and it works. Mm-hmm. So, you if you, I mean, if you could completely redesign the system, you'd leave it pretty much intact. There's a, there's other parts of the country that do more. So we have a three tier system, which means for you guys yeah, who don't yeah. know, it's um, so a brewery uh, or a brewer makes the beer, it then is sold to a distributor, and the distributor sells it to an on premise or off premise account like. Shamrock Strength Six or Schnucks, and in Missouri, it's required that it goes that route, with a few exceptions. But Iowa is different, I think, or maybe it's not Iowa. There's one. There's definitely a state that's. Uh, there's definitely a state that is is close to us that they, it's the brewer, it's a distributor, and then it's a grocery store, and then all bars buy Ohio, Ohio, buy Ohio. a grocery store. Oh, I don't know about that. But Pennsylvania Ohio, has some uh, I think it's very Iowa. similar laws where you have to, if you're a bar, you have to go to the distributor, buy your beer. Like, they don't bring it to you. You have yeah. to go and buy. Oh, that's weird. Because it's the same, same places that uh, you can't buy 
liquor at a gas station. You yeah. have to go to the liquor store. So that's how it is in Ohio. Like there are separate, even in grocery stores, there are separate like liquor, state-run liquor stores within. So you have to you have to basically like go in there with your cart, make a separate transaction. Like you can't you can't take a bottle of rum with you to the front of the yeah line at Kroger. I think one of the biggest reasons distributors work like what we have in Missouri is because. Think about if you had to have a rep come by every week from every brewery that we dealt with. You never get any fucking work I, done. I don't want to think about that. We deal with seven people ish, yeah. six, eight, somewhere in there. Depending on the week. Yeah, but you know, if I had to have some talk to somebody from Left Hand and Lagunitas and Firestone and Odell every week, like, I, I, one, I wouldn't have a lot of well, brands. But, and it would take the maybe it would take the brewery so much in payroll. Oh, They'd yeah. have to have so many employees out here to hit all the bars. Okay, but, yeah. you know, listen, and I, I think that makes sense to a certain point, but, I mean, what if, and I'm completely spitballing here and playing devil's advocate, yeah, I mean, yeah. what if it was just an online system where all the breweries put out at the beginning of the week their, their certain allocations in the city of St. Louis? We have 20 barrels of this, we have 40 barrels, whatever, and, you know, based on a, you know, whatever system, that well, automated system they set up based on how much you sold and a couple other factors, you could just click this and this and this and it would be delivered. I mean, would you... But the, it, where it is, eliminates where is a lot that of jobs. Sending? Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah. I'm just talking for. But you know, those jobs don't matter to you necessarily. I'm just talking from a peer service perspective. Sure. If you could just pick up your iPad on Monday morning and order the 20 beers that are available that you want, would that be better? Or okay, not? but now you have to go to 20 different websites. No, one website. You, you want have all one of the portal. breweries to join a. No, I mean, you could say, well, like, that's what, that's what a distributor is. So, like, so, I mean, so all of Summit's breweries, you have you look at a website, all of major sure. brands. I mean, it would be seven. You look at the, yeah. Oh, well, or I even mean, that's one, kind of what it is now. You get an email with Even all one the centralized database. And I mean, what, if, yeah. you know, what, if, what if the system was just automated? And what if there was an Amazon for... So now are you saying now that this system is nationwide? Well, I well the, I would. What like about it to, breweries sure. that don't distribute to Missouri? Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's interesting. What about a beer that's made by Lagunitas? It's being I mean, distributed think, only to the West Coast. Do you ever think that? In my mind, having a hodgepodge of of alcohol and liquor laws that are different state to state is weird. It is weird. I, I and I, I would like to see it unified. I think. Why do you hate America? Because <laughs> you live here. Born in the USA. Uh, speaking of beers, why don't we open one while we kind of continue this conversation? But who? Uh, what do you get first? Yeah. What do we got? Is Kyle? this lineup brought to you by Jeff and Justin? It is. Yeah. Kind That's of. awesome. Thank you guys. Uh, let's do. Uh, <laughs> let's do the Lagunitas first. Yeah. It's the only one that's not aged. Uh, so we've got. Uh, Lagunitas Imperial Stout just came out. Uh, Best this week. deal in the craft beer world, there hands was a, down. A big uh, thread great. on uh, Reddit this week about somebody was, was questioning how can Lagunitas possibly make ten percent beer this cheap? You know, because this is what three seventy nine at the grocery store for something a, like that. Yeah, for a twenty two ounce beer or nine point nine percent still, um, which is unbelievable when you look at. We just got. Uh, I mean, this. What's a comparable product you would that you think a non-barrel aged big imperial stout? Yeti. Okay. Uh, what's a bomber of Yeti go for? Fourteen bucks, thirteen bucks, somewhere in that range. Yeah, probably. Uh, I would. I wouldn't put it quite that high. Probably, I would guess between eight and twelve. 
for okay. for regular Yeti. Sure. Oh, for, okay. Yeah. They eat, I yeah. I figure I I'd put it probably closer to the eight to ten range, but that's still double the price. Yeah. Uh, it's just scale at that point when you have a brewery like Lagunitas making this this beer in fucking thousand hectoliters. Scale and batches, it's still you know? the, that hop thing that I was that I've talked about with them that they've bought all these experimental hops. Yeah. Yeah, who cares what hops are going into a stout? You're just using bitterness hops to balance sweetness out of them. Exactly, and they're they're all essentially free to them. Yeah. They have a really good thing going. Even their like barrel-aged stuff too is not is is way cheaper than anybody else on the market. Yeah. You know, where else could you know, we were serving High West uh cap stout for $6 a snifter. Something like that, yeah. You know, we're going to have High West Ballast Point uh on here uh for Victory C Day. Good chance that's going to be like a ten dollar pour, you know. Right. What's What's really When's great is that they, they they lie. They lie. I'm sorry, Mark. They line price their kegs just like they do their beers. Oh so yeah, for absolutely. Both of our businesses, it makes it makes it much easier to you know, like you said, you know, like you get a ten dollar pour at the, with Victory at Sea. Some people just don't understand that. Some people don't understand why. I mean, we had Northwoods, uh, Bourbon County. And our normal markup was $19 for a snifter. And yeah. we sold it for 15 which, you know, fuck, man, Jeff, you think back to when we were getting big beers at first. Shit, man, if you could sell a $9, an $8 snifter, people were freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Now, now we're in the $15 range plus. That's why we've moved to the smaller format uh, for a lot of those beers because the sticker shock's not as bad, <laughs> you know. The worst uh, you get is people go, where's the rest of my beer? Yeah, right. Fuck you. It says it right there on the board. Six ounces. So it's right. a six-ounce glass. Drink it. Enjoy it. A dollar an ounce they, for a good beer is not an unreasonable price in the market right but now. But you just pointed yeah. out. It's sticker shock. Like, yeah. and, and for people that aren't as knowledgeable about it, that's, it, you know, it can be. The only bad thing about it, mm. I still have the beer on. Yeah. BCS. Yeah, Bourbon County is still on tap right now. Northwoods blew real fast, but BCS is still on tap. It's... I wonder if it's just our area because when you look at and this is not a like dig at side projects to golf at all because Corey makes good stuff and he knows his market real well. But I saw their they opened their new place in uh, off Manchester, I think, uh-huh. um, and they had their prices up of all the stuff there, and it was over a dollar an ounce for a lot of their beers. Really? Yeah, and nobody's down there complaining about prices. I guarantee it. But that's that, that, that's for their beers on tap. Yeah. Oh. What's the most expensive beer you've ever had on? Do you have one that, oh, or is it just kind of a couple that? Uh, Avery, uh, Uncle Jacobs, or Tweak, one or the other. It's like a ten dollars six ounce pour. No. Uh, I, I think they might have before. both been actually. Yeah, I thought you had one a while ago that was even bigger than that that I'd never heard of. Um, we had something a, from IBU. We had way back when IBU. We had Kurt's apple pie on. Yeah, which was like a ten dollars six ounce pour for Mead. Yep. Um, that 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 one got a lot of people. Like, yeah, it was a fifteen percent meat. Yeah, or I was gonna say like it was fifteen percent in spice. It legitimately tasted like apple pie. It was good. Fifteen percent uh, alcohol. It was delicious. Most people but, aren't wanting to shell out, you know, ten bucks a pour for <laughs> for meat. Yeah, especially yeah. since most people don't know what the hell meat is. Right. You know, for those of you that don't know, it's wine made with honey instead of grapes. Yeah. So. I don't know what other beer it is that you're talking about, but those it, it, those is, are the I mean, big is, three that come to This is four years mind. ago, probably. It's been a while. Are you talking about the time the two of them jacked off into a shot glass and then charged you $15 to drink it? Because that's not... <laughs> that wasn't a beer they had. No, I didn't They pay, called I it didn't a milk stout, that. but that wasn't a... It was a big shot glass. Yeah, oh, I didn't pay oh, for that, though. You yeah. paid for it. Yeah. I mean, my stomach was upset, but that's about it. 
That was your. That was that when your uh, stomach problems began? No, like, no, this is years ago. <laughs> Different kind of herpes too. Oh. Kyle, I noticed you didn't eat your candy. <laughs> no, thank you. What? It's delicious. Is it really? Yeah. We all had one. It's Jim Beam and chocolate. Does it got the booze in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. Justin bought us all their little tiny, I don't know what, about an inch and a half tall Jim Beam bottle made out of chocolate. It's got a shot of whiskey on the inside. And uh, Mark, Justin, and I all ate ours already. Are you lying to me? No, not no, at all. No, we really did. It's pretty delicious. <laughs> it's very sticky. Yeah, they jacked off into that, too. <laughs> uh, did you guys see Not Your Father's Root Beer is releasing a bourbon? Like bourbon go. what? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Not Your Father's Bourbon. No. Yep. It's what a, is it? It's a root beer infused bourbon. I'm done with them. Uh, yeah, here's I, the thing. I, I, I kinda, I've, I've, I've had a root beer uh, infused bourbon before. Uh, it was called like Old Pawpaws or something like that. <laughs> and it really sucked. When was, like, Not Your Father's brand died in Missouri like a month after it got here, right? I kind of yeah. feel like they are the... Equivalent of oh, like, you want to just yeah, there you go, oh, yeah. one gulp, man. <laughs> I kind of feel like they're the equivalent of Angry Birds, like really hot in a culture moment, and then now they're just trying to come up with different products trash. to yeah. stay relevant. I mean, we some... we talked about having the Mountain Dew thing. They, I mean, they're still yeah. doing more products, but are anybody is anybody buying? But them? here's the thing: the baseline product was novel, but it wasn't all that great. You know, there was a time that we thought it was. When well, we could only get it in but, Chicago. Right. But Before on. we could get it here. We always said the exact same thing. Although we drank more than one of them, it was really, it was too sweet. Like, we could only really drink one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, uh, like, I but don't. We, but we said it was a good product, and we got excited, and we went out of our way to go to that one bar every time just to have it. But wasn't that the novelty of it? I don't know that I really thought the beer was... I thought it was good for. I thought it was good, but it was novel. Look, like, like I don't. I understand what you're saying, the yeah. novelty of it, but I think there, I think it was good also, um, in you know, in small doses, and because we couldn't get it, we never, we never, overdid it, you know, so we never got. Burnt it's like out. Yingling. It's like the people that go crazy for Yingling. Oh, we can't get it here. If we had, well, and once we had it here, I mean, did you? When was the last time you had one? Did you? Did Yingling's did, not here. No, not your oh, father's. Oh, not your father's. No, I, we I had, we had it here. I never had one. Yeah, this. Yeah. I, you know what's funny? We had it on tap here. We had a handle for it. We had an extra handle. Oh, that's right. You had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had anybody ask for that in months and months yeah. and months. <laughs> and that's what I mean. I just don't think it was a. I don't think it was a good product. I think it was the novelty of hey, this beer tastes like root beer. But Sorry, I, guys. We're doing a uh, three-person show today because Kyle is trying to win five hundred dollars. I really hope that Pittsburgh kicks a field goal for you. Of course you're going to kick a field goal, you <laughs> dick face. <laughs> so the game, like, as long as we're doing it, like, the game's tied at 20. Kyle wins $500 if uh, Pittsburgh scores a touchdown. There's only 43 seconds left, and they're pretty much bleeding the clock, and they're going to, yeah, yeah, game over. Uh, that's okay. i got to have him oh, miss that. By the way, uh, what, what's the date today? The fourth. Fourth. Oh, never mind. Okay. Well, happy... Uh, Repeal Prohibition Day yesterday, then, to everyone. Was it oh, yesterday? Really? Yeah, it's tomorrow, the 5th. Oh, you mean oh, Wednesday. Which, oh, wow, you were really throwing me off there. Okay. I'm talking about for our listeners, it was yesterday. Happy anniversary <laughs> yesterday, that's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we should drink for it. Yeah, we're gonna. What do you guys think about the <clears throat> cap step? I was watching the football oh, no, game. Oh, this isn't cap step. This is just imperial step. Right. 
It's very smoky. Uh, I don't get it, it very. It's smoky, but I don't. I, I get think very over, smoky, like roush so? beer smoky. I don't get it. That but much. it does not taste like a ten percent beer. No, it doesn't. I get a lot of dark chocolate, a little bit of smoke, but I don't get a really strong well, smoke. I've actually smoke. never had this beer before, but I've had caps out a bunch of times, and I keep waiting for that the to coffee. kick in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep waiting for it to kick in on the back, and I'm like, I'm really disappointed every time I take a sip of this. Uh, not because it's a bad beer. It's just I really like. It's just not coffee. Yeah. 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 I just read today that Breakfast Stout and Backwoods Bastard are both going to be year-round year starting round next year. Yeah. Breakfast and Backwoods are yeah. both year-round next year. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I love Backwoods, man. I, yeah. I, we had that on tap a couple weeks ago, and I, there was, you know, people come in, what should I have? You have to have this. If you, if, if you ask me what I would drink right now, and you're not going to drink this, then, you know, whatever. Just pick <laughs> you're dead to me. The board. It doesn't matter, because yeah. obviously you don't like good beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of them, did you see the uh, Modelo? Not Modelo. The same Mexican beer company that yeah. owns uh, 30% of Founders now owns oh, X% percent Avery. of Avery. San, uh, San Miguel. San Miguel, that's yeah. it. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I think his name's Adam Avery. He's the, uh, yeah, the owner. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked him, hey, what do you think about not being listed on the Brewers Association craft beer list now? And he said, basically, I don't fucking care. Good for him. All right. He's well, like, it doesn't mean anything. He probably made a couple hundred million. He's like, they've got a well, stupid definition for what craft beer is. They keep changing it to appease like Sam Adams for one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like if you can't have a definition that is a, a rolling definition that changes on a whim. So whatever. It doesn't mean anything anymore. So. I don't know that that's true. I mean, the nature of the business has changed so dramatically even the last five years that I, I think it's a hard target to hit. I, I I mean, okay, so I mean, Avery, I mean, are, did they sell out? I mean, you're not going to do their products? Like, are you? Is that, is yeah, that, but I, that's what I mean. They had released a, a percentage. I yeah, I, it's, I, think, I think it's 30%. Yeah. That's what I heard, too. Okay. I mean, so we're, I mean, but I'm asking, like, I mean, all the other breweries that have sold out, quote unquote, right? I we mean, we still have them all on the board right now. There's Founders, there's Lagunitas. What does this change? Does it change anything? Nothing. It doesn't yeah. change not. anything. No. no, I mean, for you guys. I mean, no. is this, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, what does it? It is it is so ridiculous. Everybody just attacking these guys that are are, are building something so big, and it, now it comes time for payoff, and it's not like payoff. Oh, no, fuck yeah. them. It this, by the way, but is the, Bre- the Brewer Association is doing that. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. And Avery helped build the yes, Brewers Association. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Brewers Association once again changes their definition to keep Avery around. I doubt it. Nah, I think at this no, point they're set either. where it is. If you are not a hundred percent, why would you want the, to lose that? I'm why? not saying that that it's set where it is, but it's set for Sam Adams because at least Sam Adams is a family American owned brewery. All, but I think the larger that point is adjuncts. that you know when you get to when you get to a certain point, this is how modern business works now, I and mean, this is how you expand. It's not there are very few companies and organizations that can walk in and get a loan for the expansion they need. They need the capital of investment. Avery already did their expansion. They just expanded. Who did? Avery. Avery. This, isn't, yeah. this isn't expansion money. This is distribution power. Yeah, but that's, you know, Founders but that's what I mean. is available all over Europe But they've gotten Europe to a certain now. point, and the only way they get bigger is this infusion of capital. And Well, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's... They don't need the capital. No, they you're just right. Maybe need, it's they the need distribution. A, San Miguel Whatever. has European markets yes. already. It's an and expansion market. Somebody I saw online earlier said they were in Copenhagen and drinking all day IPA. That couldn't have happened without Sam Miguel's influence and in founders. You're gonna now. You can go buy a fucking white rascal and. But why is is that a bad thing? Norway. I mean, 
No. No, it's great. But that's what I mean. Like, this is just the... Especially for Avery, in my opinion, might be the best brewery in America. I think they're in the discussion for the best brewery in America. Most consistent, for sure. I would say, if I had 20 of their new products, 19 of them are going to be great. Yeah. And the one thing I like about Avery a lot is that you drink it blind, you don't know that it's an Avery product. You know, it's not like it... New yeah, Belgium, yeah, yeah. everything tastes exactly the same. I know what you mean. Yeah, Lagunitas. I think you can taste the Lagunitas beer and know yeah. that it's Lagunitas, no, I which I love Lagunitas. Don't yeah. get me wrong, no. but I know exactly. But Avery what you mean. doesn't have that house yeast. It doesn't have that. You know, they they just do their thing, and it's fucking good. Yeah, the thing I, I think that you'll well, the one thing <coughs> is that Europe has a much different market than we have. They have all these Go really on. old school traditional beers, and now you're starting to see. American hops, American different American yeasts, and just different brewing process that's going to change the beer market there. So now that all these breweries like Lagunitas and like Avery can get their beer over there, they're going to see sales go up because they're they're tasting all these West Coast West Coast hops. It's it's a good thing. The English beer market is going crazy right now with new breweries opening up that are brewing Americanized beer, which is awesome. You know. Uh, they're not just doing real ale anymore. You know, everybody just wants fucking boring-ass cask engine, warm, flat beer. Sure. They're, they're drinking what we think is good beer. I mean... You bring, you bring European beers over here, and no one wants them. No one. New Hang ca- on. New, Newcastle six years I ago... Love a, was, I love a Boddington's. Get the fuck out of here. It's a, one of the worst beers ever made. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all, all, those, all these, you know, English-style ales, no one fucking wants to drink them over here because they lack... They don't, I mean, it's just a different they're style. They're fine, but they're just fine, though. But they I don't mean, and have those bright floral hops. They don't have that great malt background that, I'm that those... our, our beers have. Yeah, no, I, the, I mean, Newcastle sucks. It tastes like water with yeah. fucking a little bit of malt in it. I used to get so excited for a Newcastle. If yeah, I right? went to a bar, they had Newcastle. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, Newcastle. Clear and bottle? That's... Fuck yeah. And, not, and I think no, a lot of people. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. We've all had that evolution where we had a beer with like, I can't believe this. I'm looking forward to Ranger, man. I'm gonna drink the shit out of Ranger. I'd order this uh, Natty Light before I'd order a Newcastle today. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I, I carry I, Newcastle here. Mm-hmm. So did I. I. I think that the the next thing is a, a pushback against the Brewers Association because you're still gonna no no one's at, all these breweries that get a chance. They're going to sell some of their market because they want to make some fucking the money. The Brewers Association doesn't... What does it do for the breweries anyway? No one. They're making, are you getting anything out of no. being in the association? No. You get to use the upside-down bottle? Whatever. Cool. You get to participate in uh, Gab F. Um, do, you, do you know what the next thing is? All the breweries that have left and, and sold... You get a I mean, link and, and on now, their website? And now you're talking about real big heavy hitters that Lagunitas, Goose Island... Uh, Avery founders founders now you're going to see more Scar City will probably be a part of that at some point Where does everybody think they're going to sell I, I don't think, I don't think they're going to sell like I think they're going I think I don't think they're going to sell to a big dog but I think they'll sell part of it because they're they they're in that spot I think that's what I, I, mean. I think I you're going to see these breweries join together and say you want, you don't want to invite us to your club. You want your stupid fucking bottle. Here's here on our bottle. We're gonna put a middle finger in blue, and and say fuck the Brewers Association. I don't think that's, that's gonna super happen. super racist. <laughs> I know. Seems like a bad idea to me. But really, like, racist to Smurfs, by the way. Yes, sir. I understand what you're saying. I don't think. I, and by the way, I don't. 
I think they're straight up selling out. I think they're selling out to a company like Anheuser or ABI. I, Avery is? No, no, no. I, 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 no, I think there are there breweries. Is, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think Avery is because I think the nature of, the nature of modern business now is you get to a certain point where it's physically impossible for you to grow without making one of these deals, without finding private, like a private equity firm. Or with a, like, I don't think these companies can walk into a bank and say, hey, I need the. And by the way, I think Justin pointed out, like, money isn't always the thing that you need. What you need is a distribution arm. You do. You need a distribution in, in different markets. You need the logistics that come with that. And so once you get to a certain point, the only way up, the only way for you to continue to expand is to do one of these deals, right? Yeah. It, it, it makes it yes, a lot faster. Yes, but I don't. I, I, I have a hard time saying that it's not about money it's about distribution because you you're only doing it for one of two reasons and both of them are money <laughs> i mean I, I don't know what else i mean okay but if you were avery you wouldn't have made this deal oh i didn't say that i didn't say that at all I've, okay i have always said someone come write me a check yeah and, you know we'll do the show on my island you know, I've always said that. I mean, we're obviously not getting an island for E6 right now, but, you know, one day. It's an island in the Missouri River. It's right. <laughs> so we can only go there when the tides And why, why, why? It is a rock. Let's it use Avery island. as an example. Yeah. Why would they sell? Okay, so if it's not for money, why are they selling? For distribution. Fine. Why do they need a bigger distribution? To make more money. Otherwise, why else are you giving up 30% of your hard-earned business? It's got his fucking name on it. It's yeah. Adam Avery, Avery Brewing Company. It's got a big A in the middle of their symbol for Adam, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it is about money. Did I tell you and that time I met him? You know, and I'm okay with it. I met him down at uh, Three Kings in the Loop. and Jake Snyder was working for, that works for Odell now, was working for major brands. He's like, hey, come down to Three Kings. Adam Avery's going to be there. And I was like, all right. I'm like, that sounds cool. I'll just go have, I mean, I know I was going to get a good beer. So I go and I sit down and I had no idea Adam Avery was sitting right next to me. <clears throat> so he's like, hey, this is Adam. I, we sat down and talked. The guy was so fucking cool. And I said, hey, I went up to the bar. He had a, um, his girlfriend there at the time. And I got a beer and he said, I said, can I, do you want to do a shot of whiskey with me? And he goes, sure. And he, I, I reached my pocket. He's like, Put your fucking hand out of your pocket. He's like, I think I can buy you. you. If you're selling our product, I can buy you a shot of Jameson. So, such a nice guy. Uh, I love that story, but I also like... might be like, a little heavy here, Kyle, if you need some beer. I like how uh, really all you need to do to be Kyle's friend is to pay for a shot of whiskey. Like, that's such it's a low bar. Pretty simple. That's, yeah. it's, it's, the multi-millionaire was like, nah, I got this shot of JMO. I was just at the brewery right before, uh, before I met him. That, I mean, his space out there is unbelievable. Uh, we missed the expansion that was uh, good, being built when we were out there, so I never got to see the new place. One day, we'll be there soon. I would love to go back out to Colorado again. I would, too. They had... Uh, Spend another week. They had, let's say, 40, 40 beers on tap, and I don't know the exact amount, but I, it was over half. They were over, like, 15% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Do you know the story of Uncle Jacob Stout? I don't. All right, so... He has always, Adam had always sworn, I will never, ever do a bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Everybody else does it. It's cliche. Everybody goes crazy for BCS, but everyone goes crazy for KBS. I will never do it. 
And then he started doing uh, some family research and found out that his Uncle Jacob is the guy that's credited with coining the term bourbon. That, like, he came up with that (laughs) word or whatever. So he's like, my Uncle Jacob called it bourbon. All right, I'm going to do a bourbon barrel stout, and we're going to call it Uncle Jacob stout. That's pretty cool. They have an enormous barrel room. Unless he just decided yeah. to do it and made that story up. That sounds like... <laughs> That's a story they told us on That's the very, tour. very uh, Templeton-ish. So. Uh, was it Templeton that made up their story? He- yeah. Yes. In yeah. Iowa. Iowa, right? Yeah. They made up the whole story about it being a pre-prohibition family recipe <laughs> that goes back you know, yeah, and it turns out they were just bullshit. having somebody else make this beer yeah. or uh, whiskey. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's a part of the craft beer industry is these stories that are apocryphal or legendary or maybe just outright fake. Apocryphal? Yeah, it probably didn't happen. Oh, I've never heard that word before. Oh, so like the story of uh, William like Tell. Like the Bible. <laughs> More like William Tell <laughs> shooting an arrow off his kid's head. That's uh, just like one little part of it. Oh, yeah. Their barrel room is super impressive. She's awesome. Mm. Not as big as New Belgium's, but... I didn't see New Belgium's. New Belgium has the largest barrel program in the U.S. Bigger than Goose Island, uh-huh. even with the addition? Yeah. Really? Just with wow. all... You count, uh, if you count their fooders, especially, like that's... Yeah, they have a bunch of fooders, yeah. Uh, when we were out there at New Belgium a few years ago, they they had an entire warehouse just full of fooders, you know. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Pretty impressive. You know, ultimately about Avery selling out. Like this is, we've said this before. It's a business. You start a business to make money. You know, like this isn't a nonprofit. We're not. Nobody's trying to change the world. But I don't think it's selling not, out. Like I guess that's the problem. It's I not have selling out. It's, it's a job, and you want to get paid for doing work. And he put twenty plus years into the business. He's probably earned a and got in it at the right time. I mean, he got in it when nobody knew what craft beer was. Yeah, you know, the term craft beer didn't exist. A lot of respect for people that did that. What did they call? I it don't even now? think. That, but I guess this is the, this is my beer, different. not Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the different Weird. difference I have. I have like this doesn't feel like he's taking a payday. A lot like a lot of the guys are like, okay, yeah, I'm expanding, but I'm also saying this doesn't feel like he's taking a payday this feels like just a natural evolution of this is not no different to me than going to get a bank loan and and opening a second location i guess that's that's the differentiation i'm making in my head would you say the same thing about tony mcgee i wouldn't (sighs) that's tough I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't either. I, I mean, yeah, you know how I feel about Tony and Maganitas, but no, guy got paid. And I guess that's and the... more power to him. He built his corporation. He built his monopoly, his empire, and then got paid a billion fucking dollars. Look, maybe after, the, is the, maybe after the first round, I could make that argument. After the second, when he right. said, like, yep. that, makes it hard, that makes it harder. Yeah. I, I think he was the biggest one to voice his opinion on how much he hated uh-huh. ABI. And he, I mean, Tony McGee... You could call him a lot of things. A man of his word is not one of them. He's a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because you can he call said, him a hypocrite, I mean, and you could go, you could go as big it. as his his selling out to to Heineken, or you go as small as I will never ever brew, a, you know, in a, I would never put beer in a can, and then they have twelve of never. Yeah. You you can't call him honest, and you can't call him on his private island. Like that's those are the two things you can't <laughs> do. Actually, you probably can't call him on his private island. Real you have simple. the number? With a billion let's, dollars, yeah. Let's call it tonight. <laughs> They're not open right now. I could call somebody over there. <laughs> I can get pretty far up the chain. 
Number two. You know what? He'd probably be on the show with us, too. He's from St. Louis. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm? Ron? Oh, is he really? Born and raised in St. Louis. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a funny story, too, how he got to be the number two guy at uh, Lagunese, how he got paired up with Tony. So, like I said, Ron grew up in Florissant. Huge Cardinals fan. All right. That works. He's on vacation driving west. Tony driving east, doing their thing. And one of them's car broke down. I think it was Tony's. And Ron saw him on the side of the road, turned around. He's like, hey, man, you need a hand? You need a ride? He's like, well, actually, I've got a tow truck coming. He goes, cool. Well, while you're sitting here, you just want to smoke a joint? <laughs> and Tony's like, yes, I do. <laughs> so Ron shared a joint with him, and he's like, hey, I'm starting a brewery. You want a job? He's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> and now Ron's a fucking And now Ron is a millionaire. <laughs> yes, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Because he shared a J. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. Yes. Yep. There are 100 of those Heartfelt. stories. The other 99 end up with somebody dead in a trunk. Yeah. I just want you to know that. Like, <laughs> but hey, I'm not I take those odds. I take those odds, right? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's, that's how, a scratchy lotter right that's there. That's how Tony like, and that's... Ron met. It's, one of them had car problems, and the other one shared a joint with them. <laughs> that's they crazy. Have, they have, I mean, we both have really great stories about Leganius. It's When you got to go out there and brew a beer with them, I was, uh, I was supposed to, I went out to Leganius. I was going to Napa Valley, and... Ron got drunk at my bar like a week before and he's like, you're coming out. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and I don't even know him. We have our uh, fish were beer battered with lagging this IPA. And he was like, this place is cool. Same, very similar thing. Bought very expensive whiskey for us. Yeah. And then he's like, I'll pick you up from the airport <laughs> in my Jeep. And we're like, yeah. Oh, that's not Ron. That's Greg. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Shit. You're right. Greg. Yeah. So yeah, Greg, Greg said, and he's like, oh, I had to run out or, uh, he had, they had some problems somewhere, and he didn't pick us up, but he took really good care of us. He just left you stranded at the airport. Yeah. Ron. Ron. <laughs> That's a great story. No, 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 I, mean, I, was, yeah. I did not get picked up from the airport by Greg, but he did let me drive his Jeep up to Santa Rosa to hit uh, Russian River while yes. I was there. Ron, they were, they were coming to Shamrocks, and they had to go to the hotel. And this is, I mean, that was shit. I mean, like five and a half years ago. And Ron was like, dude, what's, what's, I mean, do you care if I go out and pack and, and smoke pot in your parking lot? I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, but I think it's really cool that you're here, but I'm just going to turn my head the other way. <laughs> sure enough, they did. I, uh, I got a picture of me, Ron, and uh, the uh, guitar player for Alice Cooper that I'm going to put up on the... Uh, oh, Coop? Coop, yeah. I'm going to put up on the Facebook page if I can find it. I don't know if it's on this phone or not. We just opened another beer, by the way. We've got uh, Evil Twin, Even More Jesus from 2015. Mm, it smells fantastic. It's pretty tasty. Papa, if you're listening, this might be your beer that you left here. Well, we're drinking it, and it's good. Thank you for yeah, sharing. A ton of licorice. Yeah, Very I was just coldy, saying, like, but yeah. plums. It's like planning into a plum for me. Did you brew today, Justin? <clears throat> yeah, can you smell it? Yeah. Uh, ju- my, my sinuses just cleared a little bit, and I got a nice uh, whiff of... What'd you uh, make? Uh, normal. Triple IPA. Nice. We actually double batch, so it's super heavy on the uh, bread smell in here right now. Hmm. You guys got anything coming up at the bar? Uh, victory at Sea Day next Saturday. Oh, yeah. What's nice. the date? The 16th? 16th. 15th. Yeah. I thought we were doing it on 15th Saturday. to Friday. It is, oh, it is? Okay, then 16th, you're right. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to have – I don't even care about the victory. See, I'm going to be honest. Like, I like the beer. <laughs> we got, we got Indra Kanidra. That's mm. – Barrel-aged oh, yeah, Indra Yeah. Um, I have, uh, let's see, right before this is, at the, about the time this is, will be, this will be, um, released, I will be on the news for Channel 2 for talking about Back the Blue, for bringing Black, Back the Blue by Drinking Blue Moon, and I have... You guys did that last year, right? Yeah, so it's just $2. You raised a lot of money for yeah, it, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, $2, $2 from every pint. 17 $18, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> There are other answers. Yes. They sold five pints. Two dollars for every pint goes to Respond to Rescue to take care of an injured or um, officer in need, a police officer. And I have one more thing. Oh, next week's uh, beer school. So that'll be Tuesday. If you guys listen, we'll be four hands, and we'll have the variants of Milk Stout, um, Aza, La Beliza, and it's teamed up with Jameson. So we'll have the new Castmates IPA version, and we're going to pair them all up. And So Jameson and Forehands will be in the house. That's on a good Tuesday. night. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, you're going to have those all on tap afterwards, yeah. or are they uh, uh-huh. taking them with them? Uh, the, the, milk stouts, the Milk Stout and Oz will be part of the school, so you get those for free. So you get a four-ounce pour of each. The um, Oz I really want to try. Just, it sounded really good. I heard it's great. La Belize is getting a lot of good attention, too. I've That's got a bottle other. of it, but I haven't had it yet. I've yeah. heard... Th- I've. Heard that you gotta like port wine to really enjoy this beer, yeah, I and, and I like port wine. So, did you the, like the variant? The oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. one's the Aza? That's the port wine. Yeah. What's the Belizo? That's a coffee one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, got a little pepper in it. Too. They just did a uh, the hmm. z- 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 Ziggy Zelig. Zelig. That's, That's another coffee. coffee. We have that in cans right now. It's almost gone. Everybody's yeah. loved that. Moroccan are they, are coffee. They just, are these all the same base beers? Are they just pumping out a shitload of base stout and doing a bunch of stuff in it? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Why not, man? People like their stouts. They make good stouts. They make great beer. Why not just keep brewing that all day, every day? Yeah. Sell it's 14 pro- right? different I mean, beers off one base beer. Like I need to put so one of those easy. aside and bring it on the show. Does that Yes, yeah. yeah. I haven't had it yet. Yeah. It's I haven't either. I, I'll tell you, the re- I like it a lot. Uh, so we put, or we had the same day we brought in that and um, Excavesa. And I was really disappointed in Excavesa. See, I liked Excavesa. And uh, Zelig is a similar style. Yeah. Uh, I like Zelig a lot better. But um, Moroccan coffee makes me want to try a cup of warm coffee, which I've never had in my entire life. You've never had just one cup of coffee? I've never had a sip of coffee. Huh. Well, yes, you have. You've had so many coffee beers. Yeah, I've never had a sip of hot coffee, ever. How is that humanly possible? Yeah, I mean, even like I don't like coffee, but I've I've yeah. I've had it before. Before coffee beers, I had no reason to. Yeah, I, I hated the smell. My, so, I was the same. Way. Have you ever had like a coffee rubbed? I've never had a cold coffee. I never had piece a of drink. meat though. Oh like, my god, I have an awesome coffee rub that I use on on stuff at home. It's so good. I want to say that one of you guys made that at some point. Was that you guys that we had for um, beer club or book club Christmas? That you guys did an espresso rub something. Maybe. I've never done that, but I mean, I've, I like I have one. I have like a, it's it's like a beer and chili rub that yeah. I've used on pork loins before. Hmm. Uh, I had something we were going to talk about a couple weeks ago, and we just ran out of time. So I don't know if you guys saw that. Left Hand is looking at legal action against um, White Labs. Did you guys see this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
the long story short is that two years ago, Left Hand had some serious problems with infection issues. Three, uh, I think it was three, maybe four specific beers. It went on to this year. Yeah, they well they know the problem now. Um, they were having yeah bottles gushing and stuff, which is a yeast issue uh, or an infection issue of some kind. Um, turns out a lot of other breweries were having the same problem, like big breweries. Bell's was one. I believe Founders was also having this issue. Um, a big brewery in I think it was Norway uh, had the same, like the largest brewery in Norway had the same problem. They sent um, their beer off to Weinstefan, which is the oldest brewery in existence, um, to say, hey, you guys have a awesome um, QA lab. We can't do anything here with it. We can't figure out what's going on. Tell us, can you tell us what's going on? So they pinpointed this this other secondary yeast strain that was in their beer that shouldn't have been there. Okay. Uh, now the problem is figuring out where it came from. Well, this is the same thing that happened to Left Hand. Uh, they sent some samples to Bell's after they completely took their brewery apart. Everything. Every nut and bolt came apart in their brewery and they basically gutted their building, took everything out, scrubbed it, everything, and went back, <coughs> excuse me, rebuilt the entire brewery and we're still getting the same issues on these beers. Oh, can you uh, imagine how frustrating that would be? Yeah. Dude, this is, this, I, I cannot wait to see how this ends because this has immense it's now, potential I have, for... I, uh, I know about uh, this because I had left hand in uh, for beer school at the beginning of the year, and they were speaking about these issues. Oh, were they? they had an, uh, it was an issue with Milk Stout. At Milk one Stout, one. Warrior IPA, uh, Sawtooth, I think, and one other, maybe Wake Up Dead. Uh, it, they all use this, uh, I think it's like San Diego Super Yeast or something. It's uh, the yeast strain from White Labs that they use, and it's only the beers that they use that yeast in. Um, and they've pinpointed that it's coming from White Labs, and now all of these other breweries are jumping to be like, oh, shit. We've been having the same problem. We also use White Labs, this same specific yeast strain, and they're going to be in for a world of hurt if, if you can prove culpability on their part. Well, this has the potential of shutting down White Labs, who's probably the largest wheat, yeast distributor in America. They, I mean, they have insurance to, for part of that, but... It, it, <laughs> Yeah, but how would, if, if that's the truth and But you'd have to out, prove negligence, right? You'd have to prove they knew about these problems and didn't do anything. And that's super hard to prove, just le- from a legal uh, perspective. I don't know. <laughs> you'd be so, I mean, if you get someone in there that just wants to, one of their guys in White Labs say, hey, they knew about it and they made me quit or keep making the yeast, then they're fine. But that's what I mean. You would have to prove, like that's, I mean. So this is why I remembered because yesterday I just read a, a thread on Reddit from a guy who posted on a, uh, an article about it who works at White Labs and said he was a brewer at White Labs. Um, and pr- apparently he sent proof to the moderators of the thread to prove that he actually worked at White Labs and he wasn't bullshitting, um, that they've known about this issue for a long time. Yeah. And that no, he I, just look, keeps I, sending the yeast That's out. probably true, but I, look, I'm just talking legally. Proving that type of culpability is pretty tough. If you get one guy, though, that whistleblows and says, no, but you hey... Have to have, but you have to have a chain. What I'm saying is, in the court of law, you would have to have email evidence that one of the higher-ups saw this and deliberate. You know what I mean? I'm just, There's got to be... How much work does it take for the insurance company to prove that it's yeah. due yeah. to negligence and therefore they're gonna try, they don't pay? Sure. Yeah, they're going to try. All they have to have... I, is anyway, but the larger problem is... Like, 
or a one quality test sheet that comes out and says, this batch of wort that we used for mm -hmm. uh, propagation has these characteristics in it, but we're going to send it out anyway, knowing that it's not a clean yeast. Somebody had, there has to be paperwork that shows that that shit is in, was in there. Right. There are some tests that they're doing that, that would have proof in it, you would think. Unless they just, you know. Unless they get rid of it. They got rid of it all. But. All right. So I, yeast is expensive. It is very. Is it one of those things that is expensive to make or is it? Contrary is it, to uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch's uh, latest commercial, it is important to the making of beer. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, uh, they said that there's four key ingredients to making Budweiser. Water, barley, hops, and rice. 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 Jeff's wrong. Uh, so I brewed today. I'm not. You I'm are. Not. No, he's got I a point. I just brewed today, and at the end of brew day, I just dumped a bunch of rice bags into the beer, and it's going to be fine. He didn't even, <laughs> huh. The weird thing is he didn't even open them. Like he did, no. like he just it was. It's like just would, boxes it's of store. Uncle Ben's yeah. floating. No, in the <laughs> that's too. That's too fast. The minute rice is too oh, quick. You should absolutely make an Uncle Ben's beer. <laughs> should we? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I don't think so. Ryan's white. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to this one in a second. Uh, so which one are we drinking now? The good one. Mm. 2015, 14. When is this one from? I don't know. It's written across the top of the label there. Oh, is it? I <laughs> didn't see it. 2012. Oh, shit. Ooh. 2012 uh, coffee BCS. BCS. You boys are very nice for sharing these with us. This is probably way too old to be drinking this beer. Uh, I tell you what, the aroma is flat out awful unless you really like uh, green peppers. Green peppers, yeah. But the flavor is fantastic. It has held up remarkably well five years for a coffee stout. I saw one of my friends post today about I'm the 2017. The 2017, he said, uh, or, uh, was a green pepper bomb. Oh, that's what you were going to bring. Because I, I said really we like didn't the flavor. get. Uh, neither of us, Jeff or I, hadn't had barley wine or coffee yet. Oh, yeah. I do need to bring both those out. We'll, do, we'll have to do, uh, we'll do some Bourbon Counties next week. Cool. I'll bring both those. Did you guys get And Hel Dorado? And Hell Dorado. Did you guys, have you guys either tried Hell Dorado? Yes. Oh, I've had You've it. Had I it. it. Yeah, I just, I just love yeah. it. I'm bringing you both the bottle, I too. I, Kyle posted a picture on his Facebook page, Shamrock's page, the other day, and there's just like Hell Dorado sitting in his cooler. I'm like, can, can I have some? Like, right. we didn't get that. We don't get any of those fancy fire. Yeah, no, you guys anymore. want a good beer? Run up to Shamrock's and get a, a Hell Dorado. Kyle's got them on uh, clearance, and it's a yeah. great price for a great beer. Yeah, it's so good. And people, I don't know why. I don't know why people don't. It's. Well, you say you're selling them eight bucks a bottle? Yeah, dude, that's I'm, sick. Dude, I'm I'm really I'm I'm trying to I'm going through this new thing where I'm trying to make room for newer beers and really I mean, there's a lot of great breweries. By drinking them all yourself, I've <laughs> seen <laughs> the fuck I've tried, man. My uh, stomach and liver says so, but uh, I I want to I want to bring in some new stuff and space herpes. Here's <laughs> do you guys was Just that shots. cooler specifically for bombers mostly? Um. No, oh, okay. it was just to, to present, okay. basically. Oh, we, had, we had this discussion, Jeff and I, the other day. Like, what are we going to do with this cooler? We have a whole cooler of Bombers. Bombers is a dead format, man. It's dead. I've talked to a bunch of guys that mm -hmm. work in the industry as distributors and shit, and they said the same thing. They said if, if it's in a 22 or a 750 and it's not one of the super big brands, like, nobody wants but to buy it. But it's also kind of a problem here with just presentation. I mean, people walk up and they see all the tap handles and the, you know, the big 
screen with all like they don't look over in the corner a lot of times. To oh see no, we weren't talking about our cooler specifically, uh, so much as the be, format. The format of yeah. the beer, like everybody is switching yeah. there. We just got Odell freaking uh, Friday. They switched to twelve ounce bottles. How is it uh, this year? We haven't had it. Yet. I haven't no. opened it yet. Yeah. I would say I'm, I, I love that beer. It's it's, right. it's, 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 it's it's a great beer, but it's always very very similar, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, I, love I don't. It. But I but I still have. <laughs> I have two bottles from Odell Freak from last year, sitting in my cooler. They've been sitting there for an entire year. It's a great beer, but again, people don't, people aren't willing to go and pop a bottle with their friends. Me, we all go out and we would eat up a cooler, man. We would, oh we would get four or five bottles. When we were in Vegas, when we went to was it Aces and Ales, and we were yeah. like, yeah. "Give us your bottle list." Yeah, we yeah. fucking mm-hmm. drank like yeah. two hundred dollars. That's when we couldn't get the brewery here. Oh, that's yeah. called a uh, callback because the picture that I just posted on the uh, Facebook page. The guitar player from Alice Cooper owns Coop. Aces it's and Ales yeah. in Vegas. So. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. We, by the way, would have drank a lot more if we weren't so fucking hungover. Yeah. That. Oh, we went there for lunch. I was yeah. having a rough time. that day. I, yeah. I think I only had like four beers there. I yeah. was like, oof. And then we went We went to that brewery next door and drank a couple more. Trevania. And they had good beer. Something like that. They did. We, we, played, uh, we played some game there that, was, that we played for a long time. I think it was called Billiards Pool. No, no it really pool. wasn't pool. No, we played something pool. else. With something else, I don't remember what it was. We we hung out there we for played a while. pool with that chick. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Barney, I don't know. That's a, no, right. Lauren no, Chicago. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, Lauren wasn't there. You're cool. Uh, I think that was the well, that was the day we were so unbelievably hungover that we started eventually just drinking Fireball until we felt better. Yeah. I think the that World was Series that night. was the uh, the beginning of, oh, of rally, rally shots. shots. Yeah, rally shots. Like we left the brewery. And we ended up back on the strip, and nobody felt like doing shit. And we went to another brewery, and we just couldn't couldn't drink anymore. No. We were done. We had partied out, so we started doing rally, rally shots. shots. One fireball. of my rounds I, of fireball. I, I, until just, we I just told the story because earlier, uh, so that night we ran into one of those guys that puts you in a limo and takes you to the strip club. Remember that we were walking down the strip. Yeah, and it was the guy's I told first him night. I was gay. Yeah, it was one of the guys' <laughs> first night, and he had a bottle of Captain Morgan. I remember this. And it was it was we were done. But so, did you get a rewipe yet? Uh, yeah, so we, <laughs> we, we and Justin already, both did. We had already rewiped at that point. Uh, a prelude <laughs> to this is I saw today um, a guy on uh, on Instagram that they just posted a picture, but he had a white Bronco and his license plate was not OJ. <laughs> Did you see? I, yeah, I've never that, seen that. Yeah. yeah. So I told the story. I mean, we were talking about four hours ago. I told this story to the bartender that when we were walking down, and he was like, "Hey, do you guys want to go to the strip club in this limo?" And I'm like. We'll only go if you have a green Ford Escort. <laughs> and he was like, you want weed? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then I kept going. I'm like, no, dude, a green Ford Escort. And this guy, has, he's, he's walking around trying to do his job with a bottle of Captain Morgan in <laughs> a brown bag. And I'm like, how about a white Ford Bronco? He's like, you want cocaine? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. But we, he walked with us for blocks and blocks and blocks. And then he never got any money off of us or any, yeah. None of us are. Yeah. We were just talking about this the other day when you asked me, you heard on the radio, and it was like, if you had 10 grand and you had to spend it like oh, one yeah. day yeah. In, in Vegas, what would you use it on? And both of us said we would not use it on strippers. No. Yeah. The question was, if, if somebody said you have to spend $10,000 in Vegas today, how much of that would be spent on gambling? And this, uh, there's no, like, or, or you get shot in the face, or, you know, there, there's no negative thing. It's just, you got 10 bucks. Or $10,000, spend it in Vegas in the way that you want. Have a good time. How much of it would be spent on gambling? $5,000. That's 
And I, that's I, high for me. And I think it'd immediately go to the roulette table and try to make it 15 grand. <laughs> Jeff and I said the same thing. Yeah. Like, we just go and put five grand on red and then use the other five right. grand to get I, hammered drunk and eat all the food. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it would be experiences for me. Like, honestly, See, I think like, I'm, I'm I, same I, page. I get like a penthouse. I get like a penthouse, like the like the nicest room I could. You're possibly. never there though. You're you're gonna sit in that penthouse. Yeah, I don't think I. The, my hotel room has money to a tiger. No, like oh, I'm talking, but I'm, I'm okay. So what? Like five hundred dollars a night, a thousand dollars a night, you whatever. Know, like, you know what? I, I, I have would no get, idea how much a. I would I get. Know. I'm just saying, a like, very one, expensive bottle of wine and eat the nicest steak I could. Yeah, That's right. I would go to a show. Mm-hmm. I would have an experience. Like I'd nah, fucking fuck take. I would. I would. I would. I'd get a bunch of. You go see Britney Spears. Is that what you're doing? Britney for ten Spears. grand, for ten grand, you. I would say I might be able to fuck Britney Spears, and if that's the case, then I Shaved know where my money's no going. Head. I don't care. Look, you kind of look like K Fed, so that makes sense. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I think I'm a little better looking, but I'm. I mean, I've been told that a couple of times that we're twins. I would, I would do something like I would want to. I'd want a story like I would try to pay some celebrity to take. A helicopter ride with me to the Grand Canyon, get like, higher shit. Paul. Yeah, Paul and I. I would, yeah. I would get Paul. I would pay Paul eight grand to fly with me a in a helicopter. Thousand dollar for a helicopter to drive in or fly into the Grand Canyon, and a thousand bucks on weed. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm okay with this. Yeah, this right? is I mean, a, that's a breakdown. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. a great idea. That's a breakdown I could get behind. <laughs> Just me and Paul. By the way, so earlier when you were talking about the guy from Avery buying you Jameson shots, we, so. People who don't know, I had breakfast with Paul Rudd in Vegas one time. I've told the story so many times that everybody here hates it. But and his dad works on TV. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. But he drove a tank. at the end, <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, Paul Rudd, high as shit, had breakfast with us. We were in a bachelor party, all drunk as shit. And for some reason, one of the guys he thought it was really important that we pay for the meal. So he like tracked down the waitress and paid for it with all of our cash. And Paul Rudd, afterward, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, we insisted on buying Paul Rudd breakfast. I don't know why. Like, mm. Was what? he going to buy your breakfast? Absolutely. Yeah, he's like, he gave us a look like, do you know who I am? I have the money. Why didn't you just let me take care you of don't it? Stay, you, don't, you don't stay rich by just buying a bunch of assholes breakfast every you day. You do though. if you're I coming off that clueless Paul, pussy money. Paul Rudd is the one worried about staying rich. I mean, you think <sighs> buying eight guys breakfast at Hash House a go is going to no, break him. I think he's okay. This is like, by the way, like the Hard Rock, whatever is in the Hard Rock. It wasn't even nice. So it wasn't it's even it's nice the, enough to it's be the, the hash. Ninety nine <laughs> breakfast buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's all right. They, they're, they're uh, hash. Or I uh, lost my train of thought. Wow, just gone. No, I mean, we were that was going to be real funny. He was almost like, he was almost <laughs> like <right>. hurt. He <laughs> was almost, Paul Rudd's net worth. What do you guess? Thirty eight million dollars. Uh, I'm going to guess over seventeen fifty. Forty. Thirty million dollars. Mm. All right, so you could have bought your breakfast. Uh, but that look, yeah. I mean, also, Ant Man Two hasn't come out yet, so <laughs> so twenty million dollars. I'm banking. Does he, have, <laughs> does he have to pay back the money that it doesn't make? Like, <laughs> right? Is, are people going to go see Ant Man Two? I, I I know I've heard the story a billion times, and I almost hate asking it. But do you want to tell these people how you actually met Paul Rudd? We were just. Drunk as shit in Las Vegas. We were hanging out at the Hall Rock, Hard Rock Cafe, and my buddy and I saw hotel, him. right? Not yeah. cafe. No, sorry. Yeah, the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah. Uh, we were just like he was just he was just standing there, and so we recognized him. And just like in the middle of the lobby, just honestly waiting, waiting for but, some assholes to come up and invite him to breakfast. Yeah, I mean, was <laughs> no. he just there like on his phone? Look, or no, you know, no playing no. Minesweeper. He was just high as shit. 
he, I think he, he was talking to somebody at the front desk, and then we walked up to him and just kind of introduced ourselves and said we were big fans. And then my buddy was like, hey, we're going to go get breakfast right now. Do you want to come? And he's like, no, I'm good. I was like, oh, come on, have a, come have breakfast with us. And he was like, okay. And he just sat down with us. You are was the very nicest, charismatic. He was the nicest guy. I mean, really, just. Did but you guys was, make love? Oh, I would have. I honestly <laughs> would have. That, that, he's my one. <laughs> you, look like, you look like Babe Ruth's brother, Gay Ruth. <laughs> that was one of my that was my uh, stomach herpes uh, movie at uh, in Vegas. When I had stomach herpes, I got to watch uh, what's forty uh, year old. I have no idea no, what you're talking about. Like, I no don't either. No, what's that's forty year old version. No, no, they never said Gay Ruth. No. And it's the one where she it, the, what's it? Or, oh, uh, knocked up, knocked up. Yeah, knocked up. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Underrated. Yes. Is it? Yes, it so. absolutely is. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Okay. Gabe Ruth was my stomach herpes movie is now the episode <laughs> title for this show. So Paul Rudd's having a problem with his room, and you're like, hey. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go get some flapjacks. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, far off. Yeah. I, I, it's it's also like this was early twenties bachelor party Vegas drunk, which is a special kind of drunk for me. I mean, the, uh, so that's what fifteen years ago. Oh yeah, I mean I was, yeah, early twenties. How old are you now? Th- I'm, I'll be thirty seven in a month. Okay, so let's call it fifteen years ago. Yeah. What was Paul Rudd doing fifteen years ago? What were what were his movies? You got IMDb the shit? Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, uh, well, you look this up. I, the one story he... So at one point, he turns to my buddy Todd, who was getting married. We were out there for his bachelor party. And he says, who's getting married? He's like, oh, man, you're getting married so young. I get married young. Let me tell you how young I get married. I get married so young, I didn't even get to cash in on my clueless pussy. Like, that's... Oh, <laughs> he was in clues. <laughs> you, you know there is another Ant-Man coming out, right? Yeah. That was, Ant-Man yeah. and Wasp. Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasps? Yeah. So what was he doing in 2002? He was creepily trying to bang his stepsister in Clueless. On him. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> she was real hot. Yeah. 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 Clueless Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. 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 It's not bad. Alicia Silverstone was just a good looking girl, man. Yeah. And uh, Batman uh, the, Forever? The crazy chick now, too. Oh, the, uh, the black chick. What's her yeah. name? Um, oh, yeah. She's on The View now, is she? No. No. Uh, she oh my god I was she's like super hardcore Republican, um, I know who you're talking about I just don't know her name. I can't think of it. Oh, it's really bothering me. But she was really hot then too. Yeah. All right. Even I'll go. Brittany so, Murphy was. I thought Brittany Murphy was hot. She's always got I didn't that, like, in that movie, but white trash. Yeah. So yeah. she he was in Clueless in '95. Kinda, yeah. Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers in '95. 2002. Let's speed up a little bit. Early 2000s. Looking, I mean, you got to see what he's. Or 200 cigarettes in 1999. Uh, Stacy Dash. Yes. Yeah, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh yeah. Uh, he said, like he said at some point, that was the movie Friends. he had the most fun. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, Wet Hot Senate. American Summer. Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I can believe that with that cast. We were asking him questions. We were like, what, yeah. what, what's been the most fun to film? And he didn't even put, he's like, oh, what had American Summer? Yeah. It was just like, there's so many fun people. And if you look, I mean, especially in the last 15, like how many people went on to amazing things in that movie? Like who's the, who's the 
least known member of that cast. Ken Marino. <laughs> Ken Marino? Like, who'd you say? Janine Garofalo. David Hyde Pierce, other than Frazier? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that might be it. Do you it think just had more people incredible... know David Hyde Pierce than Janine Garofalo? Oh, that's... That's actually the most difficult question you've ever asked on the Brews Room. You ask a random question, a random person, right? David Hyde Pierce, Janine Garofalo, or Dan or Ken Marino, and you don't think Ken Marino's the number one answer? You're they're just going to say, "Oh, that's Dan Marino's brother," (laughs) right? And they'd be wrong. (laughs) He's the guy that makes those cherries. I feel like at least Ken Marino has been in stuff I've seen in the last handful of years. I actually don't know who Ken Marino is. See? He's the, he's the guy from Party no. Down. Did you ever see Party Down? Which one? He, he played well, Ron. Well, there was only one. Yeah, he's, he's like the real... It's a uh, series. He's the really... Uh, what Party Down, you asshole? What character? <laughs> he's the real straight... Like, he's the team manager at the very beginning. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that Ken Marino. funny. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of... Bit parts. Yeah, bit parts. I mean, what was the last thing you saw Gene fucking Garofalo in? Cats and Dogs. Living Together. What was it? Uh, Truth About Cats and Dogs. Which had Janine Garofalo in it. That's right. You said when was the last time you saw her. Jesus, Mark, are you following along with this conversation? (laughs) No, she was actually just on a show I watched. Uh, uh, What was the the stoner movie with uh, Dave Chappelle? uh, Truth About Cats and Dogs. Half-Baked. Okay. She was in that. I never saw it, so. Yes, she was. Really? I never saw Happy. Oh, that's too bad. When oh, it's really good. Movie. It it's of course not does. great. It's really good. not it's a funny movie. For someone good. who can recite Afro okay. Man. It was funny Like <laughs> when I was 17 and got high all the time. We, we tried to but watch it. But now that you're 30 and get high all the time, it's no it's longer as funny? It's not as funny anymore. My humor has changed. My pot intake is not, but whatever. <laughs> it's just not funny anymore. Okay. <laughs> it's still funny. Yeah, I think it's still funny, too. No. I mean, Jim, it's no Jim, knocked up, but, you know. Jim Brewer. <laughs> Jim, Jim Brewer. What's that goat sound he always fucking made? <laughs> Remember the 80s. Oh, this fucking is one I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to cut that that little segment out right there where all three of you made the same fucking well, goat fucking noise. fucking Jim Brewer. I can't stand it, man. I don't think he Dude, is he funny has, at all. He has either. some really good, like, original bits that are funny. So, in, in Half-Baked, he's kind of funny in that, like, I'm just... An idiot kind Stoner. of way, uh, but his act—that's his whole act. Even when he was on Saturday Night Live, right. I'm gonna give you. He I'm gonna just give plays you. the stoner. That's a, a fucking goat or a pool guy or whatever. You know, like he just—he's the same person. In the every alcohol role. stomach bit that he did, guy. where he ta- or the yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the, like his the, most famous yeah. bit. The what? The, uh, when he when he talks about the alcohol going into his stomach and how it's a party. Do you not know this? I don't know. This. If you oh, know one Jim Brewer stand-up yeah. bit, this it, is what it's you really know. good. It's, uh, I'm sure it, you'll show the, me. Oh, and, and he also he also off. pretends to be Angus Young. It's hilarious. <laughs> what about Angus Old? The ACDC uh, fucking uh, hokey Colonel pokey Angus? is good. <laughs> is it? Yes. He's, uh, okay. He, he's kind We're just of gonna like revert Carly back Quinn to you guys hating yeah. everything. What's that? I don't hate everything. Jeff I just does. hate a lot of. I it. don't hate everything. Most. You hate I think half baked is funny. I was the one that said I didn't like half baked. Don't yeah. fucking don't put that on me. Thank you. <laughs> Railroading me on half baked, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> where are we at on time? 
pee pee time. We're at, we got time. We've we've got we've got time. But to be if Jeff, we wanted we to pee-pee? take a break, I'd be okay with it. I have to go pee pee. Uh, uh, good boy's not going to be here tonight, so uh, no blind beer this week, unfortunately. All right. Well, He's... let's let's take a break. We'll come back and drink this last beer because it's really good and it still smells delicious. Awesome. All right, cool. We'll be right back. 100,000 followers. That's how many followers the Viper has for their morning show. The true or false? I'm going to go with false. You would be wrong. Oh, damn it. 100,227 followers is how many they have. <laughs> so clearly everybody missed a lot on a break. <laughs> you know, to you guys, that break, that break felt like nothing. To us, it was... I don't know, like a half an hour. Yeah. Um, do you know how annoyed Scott Tedemeyer is right now? Yeah. Yeah, you're do right. Do you know how annoyed Justin Phelps is, the guy who posts our ship? He says... Oh. How he, annoyed is he? He's so annoyed. Uh, Go on. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything for that. All right. Although Match Game was one of my favorite game shows when I was a kid. Even though I only got to watch the reruns of like Match Game 76 or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. Uh I still enjoyed watching Match Game. Have you watched any of the Joker's Wild that Snoop Dogg hosts? No. Yeah, they've rebooted Joker's Wild, and Snoop Dogg is the host. And you can spin the wheels and end up with 420. That's his favorite number. Why? Yeah, he says that on the show. Like, even in the commercials. He's like, 420, 420, 420. That's my favorite number, you know? Why is there a wheel in Joker's Wild? You've never seen Joker's Wild? I thought it was the card game. It's like a slot machine now. No, that's pressure luck. It's not at all. You're very pressure wrong. Pressure luck. What? What is? I thought Joker's Wild was, it was the, the card yeah. game. Joker's you Wild answer the... trivia questions. I'm, and that, have you seen Snoop Dogg's version of Joker's Wild? Because no. I no. have. I'm talking about the original Joker's Wild. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. What have they done to it? They turned it into a slot what machine. What have they done to I, the Joker's Wild? <laughs> they turned it into a slot machine. <laughs> That's bullshit. So there's three wheels now, and they're all digital, and you can you spin it. Would and, you call them wheels of fortune? No. No, oh, that well, would put their that would put their licensing in jeopardy. Yeah, oh, okay. I know. I'm pretty sure NBC <laughs> would sue the shit out of them. You didn't make a game show pun there. <laughs> you should have. Do you ever so, feel like so it's just, you, the, you've never seen the movie Sue the Shoot or seen the game shows Sue the Shoot shit out of them? What, what, you know, maybe if you show? could have gotten that out in one. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I'd have gotten it out. But it's taken you ninety nine more takes, and it's really one versus a hundred at this point. <laughs> I would take one hundred takes, and I would take one hundred. <laughs> So oh, this time I was just trying to bring up the Monty, the Monty Hall show, and I couldn't remember the name of it. I was going to, what was it? Let's Make a Deal. Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, I was going to come up with a Let's Make a Deal pun, and I, I couldn't remember the name of the show. I could remember it was Monty Hall and dressing up in costumes and shit. So, there is a fucking awesome, if you haven't watched it yet, there's a show on Showtime called We're Dying Up Here. Um, it's about mm. comedians in the 70s, uh, like working comedians, you know, going from playing playing a shitty comedy club every night just to try and make ends meet. And two of the guys end up on Let's Make a Deal because their roommate works there. And they're like, hey, maybe I can get you on for, you can get 50 bucks 50 for bucks money for the, yeah, yeah. if you have the right item with you or whatever. Uh, because, you know, they have no food or money. They're sleeping in a closet, basically. It's, it's really funny. You should watch it if you haven't seen it yet. I'd like to. I would. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, comedians, though, Dan... 
Ron Finger, Dan, the guy that was on with us last week, yeah. said that if we wanted more comedians on our show, he knows lots of them that would love to be on there with us. Are they as funny as him? Because we could just delete that text message if, the, if that's the case. <laughs> what text message? Whatever. However, he messaged you and said he, you could get more comedians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. But he said, "Tell if we me want some more so jokes, if, funny guy." I don't know if our uh, audience enjoyed that or not. I was real hungover last show. I don't. I don't remember most of it, to be I honest with you. So, just throwing it out there. Mark was drunk. Uh, you were hungover. I yeah. was drunk. Dan said that uh, he's got friends that would like to join us. So, if yeah. our listeners would liked it, they want more of that. Hey, let us know. Not that you're going to, because nobody ever fucking lets us know anything on our Facebook page. We can't get you guys to do shit. Share it. Come on, share our link. Something. People keep liking the page, though. Yeah, we keep That's getting yeah. likes. <laughs> it's because at we're least awesome. it's no longer ISIS members for a while. We oh, did. Yeah, we that was when we quit. Wow, we had a weird stretch where it was that was when we quit. We quit and we got all the ISIS members. I'm pretty sure they were communicating to do fucking terrorist attacks in Winsville. No. Where we were doing the show? I don't know. They were like, hey. To be fair, it kind of looks like Winsville has suffered through several. (laughs) My brother-in-law is convinced that one of the uh, 9-11 terrorists was hanging out in Winsville before. Oh, my God. Convinced. What was he doing? Having a kebab? Is that racist? He thinks thinks that they were probably going to attack the uh, nuclear plant, like, you know, Uh, half hour west of us. Yeah. He thinks that's what it was, but he swears he was karaoke. So he lived hoodie. in Wentzville at the time. And if you're driving, if you're ever driving in through Wentzville and you get to the intersection of 40 and 70, on the northeast corner of where 40 and 70 intersect, there's this little shitty hotel, motel. Yes. And he says, it's my brother in law, not me, mm-hmm. that every day when he drove home from work, there used to be two Middle Eastern guys that would hang out sitting in lawn chairs outside this motel. And after 9 11, they weren't there ever again. They, they had to have been part of it. That's probably because they were killed by racist douchebags <laughs> in Wentzville. Like you, that's. I'm not arguing with you, Mark. <laughs> He's on. convinced. How is that guys a, that hang out in a how? lawn chair outside of a hotel room are not the same guys that are going to fly a plane into a building, right? Yeah, that's not what he says. Nah, those are guys I want to hang out with. That's like, a right. super interesting <laughs> Venn diagram that I want you to draw, draw up on the website. <laughs> Middle Eastern buildings, lawn chairs, flying planes. There's. A super small subsect where that all comes together. I don't believe it happened. In I time. don't think it has an intersection. Probably I don't. not. Probably not. They probably bought planes from the uh, the pawn shop right across the highway. <laughs> oh, the bright green one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Down here at the, the pawn shop. shop. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. When the tears fall down like rain. <laughs> All right, so I have this idea uh, oh, for a God. second. Okay, uh, hold on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, on, thank on. you. All right, guys, sorry about that. We uh, we paused for uh, a brief second there to have a conversation off mic. We are not going to go through with the conversation we were getting ready to have right now. You might have a chance to hear it here uh, eventually, but not not this week. Uh, if that upset you, you can cry. And the dolphins. <laughs> Let her be. Uh, stay tuned with us. Uh, we might have some really cool shit coming up soon. Uh, oh, I almost said to you guys, hey, could you fix that? And I'm like, oh, we can wait till after the show. I almost we just couldn't. broke the battle, bottle cap USA map right yeah. behind me. 
We'll get that fixed. Uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up tonight. Uh, wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm trying to make it all sound official and shit, but whatever. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to The Brews Room, brought to you by St. Brewis Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show, but who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show's awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway N in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at questionablepursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Brews Room or on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of your other favorite podcast apps, or stream us at stbrewis.com slash thebrewsroom. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, keep drinking them beers. <laughs>